Glory, glory, what a hell of a way to fly. Glory, glory, what a hell of a way to fly. Glory, glory, what a hell of a way to fly. The hawk will never die. Welcome to the final regular season preview week 14 of Hawk Hill Focus. I am one of your hosts, Mr. Sam Robinson, alongside two other individuals who have clinched playoff spots, David Powis and Kyle Brandis. Gentlemen, how are we doing heading into the final week of the season? Love and life. Who would have thought I'd be here, you know, five weeks ago? Um, certainly not me. Certainly not me. But hey, we're here. We're just going to take it one game at a time. Um, Matt, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I am feeling similar, similarly to Kyle, but for a different reason. I did not expect to be in this position either five weeks ago. Um, not feeling very confident, but we're going to get healthier. Sam, looking forward to a good, a good game this week. Um, we got a lot on the line this week. It's exciting between you and I and across the league. A lot, lot on the line this week. Can't ask for anything else. It's been a great season so far. Looking forward to finishing it out. Yeah, I'd say week 14, there's a lot on the line. And I hope this line is pretty strong because there's a lot of weight bearing on it, if that metaphor makes sense. I get it. We have some playoff implications that we're going to start the show with um, and then obviously get into everyone's favorite, the Pickums. But why don't we start with some of the, the meaning behind these week 14 matchups? Because I know we have five teams eliminated already. Um, so we have one playoff spot to battle for and then some seeding implications that still... So week 14 is important, folks. This is no snooze fest. So why don't we get right into it? Um, and let's start out with uh, the one that's most likely to happen. Kyle... You have to outscore Matt Crest this week by 190 points. I do. Win the division. I do. Um, yeah, I think, you know, we want to include playoffs, which we normally don't in our record book, but for the sake of this conversation, I will. Um, the most points ever scored in a game, just in general, in SJUFL history. About 177-ish. Sam, is that number etched into your brain by chance? It's not, but okay. it haunts me in my nightmares. I try to forget about it. Okay. I was just wondering if you knew the exact score. It's somewhere around that. Um, but, yeah, I need to um, beat Matt this week by exactly 189.37 points. Um, so you need, like, 300 points this week. You can do that, right? Yeah. I You know, I have faith. You know, Josh Allen could always pop off for, like, a big running game, big passing game. Um. You know, Eliza Mitchell could really help if he ran for like 300 yards and four tutties. Um, yeah. But, you know, I technically don't want to say it's out of the realm of possibility, but I understand it's a very low probability. Um, I'm just really happy making the playoffs. So even if I don't win the division, um, at least I lost to, lost to a good team in Matt. Yeah, and Matt needs this win as well. This is a big game for him. Because him and Sean are playing for a bye, if I'm not mistaken. Kyle, do you want to go into detail of how that one breaks down? Yeah, it's, probably most, it's probably the most confusing confusing scenario we have, correct? Yes, precisely. Um, as we stand right now, Sean is 9-4. Matt is 8-5. and five. Uh, Sean's the two seed. Matt is the three seed, respectively. Um, Matt has a chance to jump Sean for that two two seed and the first round by if the following situations happen uh matt needs to win obviously um 
and Sean needs to lose to meet them both at a nine and five record. Um, the kicker is that Matt needs to outscore Sean this week by about six points. That would put him on top in terms of the points for tiebreaker and give him the number two seed. So very possible, a lot more possible than mine. Yes, definitely. Potentially. That's what the kids are saying. Well, I also want to put it out there too. Matt can clinch the division. Uh, He either needs just a straight up win against me or to not lose by 189.37 points. Correct. Um, that is also a possibility. And for so, Sean to clinch the number two by, he just needs to win. Correct. You know, yes, yeah, Sean just needs to win. Um, you know what, math? I didn't figure out. Um, oh, I, I, think, have, I have the math. I know where you're going with this. Uh, what's the math, Sam? In terms of, I'm assuming for Sean to get the one seed? Oh, no, no, no. Um, oh. I'm talking about the math for me to clinch a first round bye. Oh, well, I didn't even think about that one. Okay, so we're in <laughs> yeah, I, actually no, that's not. It's uh, not possible. It is. No, it's not. No, it's not. You're right. Never mind. I take that back. No, you're right. Never mind. <laughs> I got excited there for a second. But Sam, what would it take for Sean to be the number one seed? I mean, it's pretty simple. Sean currently leads the league in points four. So all he has to do is win this week. And if I lose this week to David, assuming that David and I don't put up an outlandish amount of points, I think he's got – I'm doing the the fast math right now. He's got 1,407 points. And I have a little bit more than David at 1,366. I'm not going to do the decimals. So as long as I don't – also win and outscore him by 41 points, which I mean, I guess is possible if he puts up 100 and I put up like 140 or something, mm-hmm. he would get the one seed. Interesting. So, Sean, yeah, even though you clinched the division, still something to play for there. Um... I would say so. Yeah. Are there any other pressing ones besides the obvious that we need to go through? That was just the one that I kind of saw as I was uh, just glancing through the records here. But we can go on to our regular. I didn't mean to throw us off. I know we didn't have that one in the pre-plan for the uh, the show here. But it was something that I, I figured we needed to point out. Sean does have a, a spot at the a swing at the number one spot, assuming that I lose. He wins, and I don't outscore him by 40 points this week, which if I lose, I don't think is possible. Right. But, hey, anything's possible in fantasy football. Anything um, is possible. Yeah, but that's all depending on you winning. And, you know, you winning and David possibly getting division title um, will co- is going to come down to your matchup. Looking yeah. at the math right now, you both have clinched a playoff spot. Um, Sam, you currently sit as a one-game lead in the playoffs or in, in the uh, Dave Duda division. Um David still has a chance to catch up to you. Sam, you win, you're the number one seed. Simple as that. Um, Correct. You can also clinch the division. Even if you lose, you just need to lose by less than 12.74 points. So it needs to be a close one. David, you're still alive in the Dave Duda division. Um, 
you can clinch the win and a first round bye. So jump all the way from four to two, at least, maybe even one. Um, you just need to win by 12.75 points. I think that's very doable for you. It is. It absolutely is. Um, you know, are you going to give the guys like a pep talk this week to make sure that they know exactly what the stakes are? Or are you just kind of going to let them ride um, to be like, just do the best you can. We'll still run it. We'll still be fine. Look, I mean, I mean, these guys have, have their own internet connection. They know what's going on. You know, they, they're, they're not immune to the noise. They understand what's at stake. After a tough week last week, we just want to see this team perform. We want to get healthy. We want to focus on getting better every day. Um, so we're going to take a look, look at the tape. We're going to, uh, you know, focus on our, you know, fixing some mistakes that we made. Um, I'm just going to take it one game at a time. We're in the playoffs. That's all you can want. We're in the tournament. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously they know what's going on. We all know what's going on. But but we just want to put our best foot forward this week. Fair. Yeah, and Sam, are you going to say anything to your defense? Uh, make sure, you know, David keeps it within 12.75 points if you're losing? Yeah, I mean, my guys know it's at stake. We've been – watching the standings from, you know, the top-down view is a little bit easier on the neck. Um, David's been looking up all season. So we've been watching everybody below us all all year long. We know what's Literally wasn't last week, but, I mean, it is what it is. Okay, well, the, don't don't stray away from the point there. It was a tie. We were eye level. I know you technically had the points for it, but the standings showed ties. Signs uh, signs. But now this is where the points for actually matter. So we're keeping track of them now. We know what we got to do. You hope that the guys are bringing their A game this week. And if not, they're going to be in for a rude awakening at the start of the playoffs. I will not be a happy coach, I'll tell you that. But you know what? I trust my guys. I trust that they're going to give it their all. And that's all I can ask for um, of them. And I know if we bring it, I know what we're capable of. I I have confidence that uh, we could secure a bye in the playoffs. We've come this far. We don't want to, We don't want to squash it now. You'll love to see it. It'll be a tight matchup between you two for sure. Um, we have one more playoff scenario to go over, um, and I think it's the simplest one you have on here. Um, it's for the sixth seed, presumably the sixth seed. I guess it could technically be for the fifth seed as well, but they would jump me. But anyway, um, the last spot in the playoffs that has not been clinched yet. Um, it's a real simple one. Larry versus Julie this week. Win and you're in. Simple as that. Or go home. This is what fantasy football is about, baby. We have two teams coming from two completely different season stories. Larry started off red hot, and we weren't really sure how. And then he kind of cooled off. And Julie started off ice cold, and we weren't really sure why. And then she started heating up. So we got the battle of probably the two streakiest teams in opposite ways or at least timing of the, the streaks of winning, going head-to-head to decide our last playoff matchup. It's yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just you, you can't script it any better. I mean, if you, if you give Hollywood this script, they would they would laugh at you. This is this It's unfathomable. I, I, I have been fielding calls from directors, actually, who want to turn 2021 season into a movie. And I'd love to just point out really quick, and I think this, this is going to be the – I think this might be, like, the deciding factor. Um, not to get into our pickups too much yet, but just just to add to the add to the story, um, you know, I don't know if anybody's aware of this, but we do have we we do play home and away. We play home and away games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Julie's five and one at home. She's a wagon at home. Oof. 
guess where this game is? It's in Julie's backyard. Wow. Yeah. I, you know, Larry struggles on the road. He's two and four. I, uh, Larry, it's not, I, you know, Larry doesn't look great in white. That's the problem. <laughs> well, that's terrible. Also, um, yeah. Kyle, yes. if Julie wins, I think, assuming you don't win this week, right? If you lose mm-hmm. and you finish 7-7 seven and, seven and Julie wins, makes the playoffs and goes 7-7, seven and seven, she will almost definitely jump you. Yeah, she's yeah. got like 60 points on you. She's got yeah, you she's got... significantly by points. Hey, I'm just trying. My only goal this week is to win. Um, by 190 by... points. That's my second goal, to win by 190 <laughs> points. <laughs> and my third goal is to win by 60 points. Um, so, you know yeah, who hey. always keeps the goals, though? Who? Today's podcast sponsor, Anchor. Thank you, Anchor. Again, we've been with you for most of the season. We've definitely been doing our podcast with you all season. Um, great platform. Anyone wants to start a show, highly recommend it. Um, I don't know if we have a referral code, but if we do, I'll look into it for you. Um, boys, it is time for the final regular season pickums. Um, Sam, do you remember week one when we started this and doing pickums? Seems like that was just yesterday. Yeah. It really does. Um, it's kind of funny how uh, how bad I still am at the pickums, but you are. Hey, you're still in the lead in pickums. Um, so Sam, again, just want to add, you did a great job last week doing two two solo solo shows by yourself. That's a tall task, and you handled it with grace and dignity and honor. Uh, I'm super proud of you for it. Thank you. Um, your pickums though weren't as good as me and David's. You weren't on the show. Um, as a recap, Sam and I, or not Sam and I, David and I had the same exact pickums. Um, we both went four and two last week. Our losses were uh, Larry really letting us down as normal. And where is it at? And David letting mm-hmm. us yeah, down as normal. Yeah. 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 You fucked us there against you lost the week. Oof. Um, so, so David and I went four and two. Sam, you went three and three. Um, one last, we were able to gain a game on you in the rankings. Um, our locks of the week, we had five locks of the week last week. That's, I think, one of the higher amounts we've had. Um, we went three and two in those locks. So we're getting better at it. Looking at the season-long standings with one week left to go, um, in last place, based off win percentage, we have David Powis. Let's go. He is. 34 and 32 with a 515 win percentage. In third place, we have myself. Second place. Uh, at 38 and 34 with a 528 win percentage. In second place, we have our locks of the week. Oh, give me a break. They are 17 and 15 with a 531 win percentage. And finally, in first place, with a 40 and 32 record, Mr. Sam Robinson, 556 win percentage. Um, Sam? So let the record show. As of right now, as it stands, if I pick you and pick there's a better chance that you win than being a lock of the week. Statistically speaking. Is that yeah. Yeah. Statistically speaking, yeah, that is accurate. <laughs> nice. Um, 
yeah, so that's our recap season. We'll see how this week goes. Um, this week, you know, there are a lot of games that mean something. Um, there are a couple, there are a handful of games that don't really mean anything. We're really just going to fly through these rankings, I think, just to get those two out of the way. So just that we can give more time where it's due to the teams that are good. Um, wow. The first game I want to start with is Nick versus Gil. Both teams eliminated from the playoffs. Um, I'm keeping mine short and sweet, not getting too much into the reasoning. I'm picking Gil this week. I am going to follow suit. Uh, Gil is simply better. I'm going to go Gil. And as per usual, I'm going to be the one that sticks out like a sore thumb when we do these predictions. I'm going to take Nick solely because I think Patrick Mahomes is due for a big week. I know we were kind of talking about how bad he was, um, but he's a weak winner. So that's I'm going to pick Nick solely because he has he rosters Patrick Mahomes. Fair. Um, and then the other game without any sort of playoff implications is Rob versus Luca. Again, both teams eliminated from the playoffs. Um, I'm I'm going to rock with Luca this week. Uh, really end the season with some pride and a decent win over Rob, who just beat a good David team. Um, I am going to go with Rob. Um, I think. First of all, I think I need to uh, have some different picks from you, Kyle, um, because I need to catch you. Uh, and also, I think um, he's got some good matchups. He basically Seahawks play uh, Seahawks play Houston Texans, so Russell Wilson and Tyler Lockett could have a big day. And I am gonna pick Luca. I had to think about that one for a second. I forgot. I am gonna pick Luca. Um, similar to how I predict Patrick Mahomes having a big day means Tyreek Hill probably has a big day. And I was impressed with that of what I saw from Javante Williams last week. So maybe ride the hot hand there and hopefully the return of Debo. So go get him, John Luca. End the season with some pride. Get a win over Rob, whose team's been decimated by injuries. Well, great. And, uh, you know, I, I record this podcast on my phone. Um, my laptop just died. So I, I'm going in blind. Oh, you got this. You got this. Next kind of matchups, boys. Um, I believe the next matchup that we were going to go over is Sean versus Jim. Um, This has some playoff implications for Sean, as we just went over. Uh, He still has a chance at the number one seed. Um, So you got to put it all out on the line there. You know, I think I remember, I obviously can't look at it right now until we get into the other boys discussing. Um, I think I remember looking at this matchup earlier and just really linking the matchups that Sean had. Um, it was a combo effort of really liking the matchup Sean had versus just Jim's lackluster talent on the team. Um, you know, I can't say how much Sean's going to win by or how many points he's going to score because that's always a crapshoot, just like kickers and defenses. Um, but I'm picking Sean for this week. Yeah, um, okay. yeah Dave, you know, I'm going to go second this time. Have fun. About that. Um, Do it. Sean's team is nine and four for a reason, and Jim's team is four and nine for a reason. Sean's team is really good. I really don't see a lot of questions. I mean, I know there's Aaron Rodgers' health is questionable this week. He has that foot toe thing, whatever he talks about. Um, but if he doesn't go, then I mean, heck, you got Lamar Jackson against Cleveland. The rest of 
Sean's team is still really good despite Jonathan Taylor being out on bye. So give me Sean easily in this one. Um, I am also going to go with Sean. I think Jim's team is uh, also decimated by the bye week this week. Uh, he's missing three players. Um, and his main point scorer this year has been Tom Brady, and he goes up against uh, the Buffalo Bills defense, which is not an easy defense to put big points up on. Um, I just like – because it's kind of funny to me. Sean has – how many how many players do we roster? Uh, you start nine uh, – You start, players. You start nine players. Well, you start nine. Right, right. And three games determine the outcomes of eight of Sean's players. He has two in the Green Bay-Chicago game. He has four in the Raiders-Kansas City game, all Raiders. And he has two in the Buffalo-Tampa Bay game. So – those three games are the indicator of how Sean does this week. Something to watch for, for sure. Yeah. Fair. So lock of the week, Sean. Let's see if he if gets the, the winning margin. Egg, if the Raiders lay an egg, Sean might absolutely suck. Sorry, Sean. Yeah. That is <laughs> lock of the week. One of these days, next episode, can we pull what Sean's record is when he is picked as our lock of the week? Has he had a win? Um, that is on the computer, Sam. I cannot look at it right now, but uh, I will next week. I figured you were, you were out of commission right now. Right. Yeah. But um, do, do we want to do our next matchup? I got the matchups in front of me. So Kyle, I can MC it if you don't remember them off the yes. top of your head. Yes. Thank you, Sam. Why don't we get into your matchup with Mr. Matt Cress and the nerd squad? Make it easy for you. I hope you know who to pick Kyle. Oh yeah. I'm going with myself by 190 points. Love it. David, who do you have in this matchup? I'm sorry, which matchup is this? My this bad. Is Mr. Matt Cress and Kyle Brandis. Uh, in this matchup, I have, um, I have Matt. Sorry, Kyle. What the um, fuck? Yeah. Um, Matt's team just got off of a, a huge, a huge week last week. Um, I, I know you need to, I know you need to win by 190 points, but I, I just don't see a path for it. Um. His team's good. Sorry, Kyle. And Josh Allen against Tampa, not great. I mean, Tampa's been okay, I guess, but I, I don't love it. I just don't love it. All right. I mean, you're entitled to your wrong opinion, but whatever. Thank you. Thank you. I I'm sorry, Kyle, but I'm I'm also not picking you. Um, we discussed that Matt's team is terrifying in every sense of the word. And you should be terrified this week as a result because I think his team is very talented. I mean, that's assuming that Dalvin Cook's not playing and Alex Madison is still Mr. Alexander Madison. But even if he's not, actually, he, I guess he's got Tony Pollard to rock with off his bench. Most of his other backup running backs are on bye. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Matt, assuming that Madison's healthy. His team just has been solid. That's also assuming... Uh, Kamara is healthy, which I think he is. So, uh, um, are you aware that? Sorry, are you aware that Eli Mitchell is in concussion protocol? Kyle? Fucking a. Yeah. When was this? Today? I don't know. I just saw fourth it. quarter this past Sunday. Yeah, that's going to be a big loss for me. Yeah. Uh, if he doesn't play. Fuck. Yeah. Thanks, anyway, David. now I'm sorry, sad, Kyle. Well, now, now at least, <laughs> now at least you know you can make an adjustment. You're welcome. I, well, I mean, I would have seen it eventually. I'm just saying right now. Yeah, you also have Julio Jones starting here. Is he coming back? Oh, he's coming back. Okay. 
He might be. Yeah, figured why not. High risk, high reward. Yeah, agreed. Um, that, I believe, takes us into our, I, in my opinion, our second biggest matchup of the week. Some might be shocked by that, but I think it's the matchup between you two. Uh, the Sam Demicks versus Good Ankles. Um, I remember back in week three, I let the two of you um, decide or try to convince me who to pick for this matchup. And uh, I find it only fitting that I do it this week. You know, this is for the divisions on the line. Very possible for David to overtake Sam to win it. Uh, get that number one seed heading into the playoffs. Um, Sam, you may have the floor first. Great. So, Kyle, I'm going to give you a similar rundown as I did the last time I think I played David. My quarterback's still better. My two running backs are still better. My wide receivers might not be as good, especially with Keenan Allen out in COVID protocol now. Um, But Jerry Judy will slide in as that starting wide receiver. He had seven points last week. He had a bounce back game, um, unlike Cortland Sutton, who's sitting on David's bench. So my wide receivers aren't as good, but they'll keep us in the game. My tight end is better. I have Travis Kelsey. He's the best tight end in the league. You gave him to me. He's a former former team Brandis guy. Mm Mm-hmm. And then there's the flex, which is your boy, Van Jefferson. So I'm not sure if you'll ever even try and pick against him. Um, but waiting on more Daryl Henderson updates, I'm assuming he's playing. If he's not, Sonny Michelle's going again, which is going to be a banger of a week in the flex. And if not, you'd probably see a guy like Deontay Foreman, who's going against the Jacksonville Jaguars, which is going to be run central for the Tennessee Titans, as I'm assuming that's going to be a blowout because the Jaguars are bad. And then... Yeah, I mean, defenses and kickers are crapshoots. So most of my team is better than David's, I think. But David, I'll let you see what you have to say as to why you might win. Um, look, I understand the headlines. The headlines on the, in, in the newspaper write themselves: good ankles limps into biggest biggest game of. <laughs> <laughs> I understand, but I think. If we can get our guys healthy, it does look like Daryl Henderson is probably going to play. He was actually available. He was suited up and available this past Sunday. Um, and they said that he might get limited work, but it turned turned into such a blowout that um, they never bothered um, playing him. So he didn't log a snap. So the belief would be that he's going to be fine going into uh, this week. So that's obviously a pretty big boost for us. Um, Dalvin Cook was limited today in practice there. He's still questionable. Mike Zimmer has said he's day to day really since, since they got um, they found out he separated his shoulder. If he plays, I think everything changes um, because going from Matt Breida against the Buccaneers defense to Dalvin cook um, against the Steelers defense is, would be a significant improvement in multiple respects. Um, I do think that Justin Herbert has a good matchup against the giants Um don't love the fact that Keenan Allen's out. That does hurt as much as that hurts Sam from a points point of view. I think it also hurts Justin Herbert's potential production. Um, so I don't love that. Um, have some waiver claims in. Not going to talk about who, but have some waiver claims in that could help us out in some weak spots right now. Um, I, I think as long as Daryl Henderson plays, um, and obviously Dalvin Cook would be a huge boost, but I think as long as Henderson plays, we will compete. Um, 
yeah, I mean, look, we're we're hurt, but Keenan Allen being out for Sam could be a big deal. Um, you know, I don't think I don't think Sam has too many fantastic options on his bench to replace the ceiling of Keenan Allen. Um, and with guys like Devontae Adams on my side and and Hollywood even and Justin Herbert, any of those guys can really pop off for me. You um you both make excellent points. Um, I think the biggest deciding factor in this matchup is going to be the health of Daryl Henderson Jr. Um, obviously, if he plays David, that's great for you. Um, that's, that's great for you, David, but Sam could easily slide someone into the role that Sony Michelle currently slots on his team. Um, if Daryl Henderson doesn't play for you, I would have to assume that Sam still start, starts and Michelle um, could be deadly in that flex position. Dalvin Cook being back for you would be a huge boost. Um, looking at the tight end, I'm, I have the feeling one of your waiver claims are going to be for a tight end in there. Yeah. Um, also, maybe for a kicker. You know, you've been talking up Nick Folk all season. Um, he's been questionable yeah, all season. Hasn't missed a game, but he's on bye this week. So really bad time for that bye. Really bad time for that bye. When his team needed him most, he wasn't he was there. at home. Um, Sam. I um I I heard you say that Van Jefferson was in David's slot or in his flex slot. Um and that you don't then that you think that could be the deciding factor for me to pick Team David. And um like I did in week three, I'm going with the Sam Demics in this game. Let's go. Um, I think, David, you've been on a rough slide lately. Uh, injuries are really stacking up against you heading into the playoffs. And um, I think this week's just not going to be any different. I think you got the short end of the stick. Um, you know, I think you're going to exceed your normal expectations, I guess, for the playoffs. I think you're going to make it out of the first round. Thank you. Um, actually, no, it depends on who you play. Because if you play oh. against me, which is possible... Uh, you might not make it out of the first round. Well, goddamn it! But um, hey, I'm 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 going with Sam in this one. Um, I don't think he let me down last week. Do you guys remember who won the first time you guys played? Sam did. Yeah, Sam didn't let 97 me down. Ninety-seven to eighty-five was the final score. Ah, uh, one of those weeks Sam doesn't score over a hundred. Um, yep. So yeah, I am in this matchup for the. What division are you? The Dave Duda division in the league. Um, well, thanks, that, Yeah, you're welcome, Sam. I understand. I understand. Thank you. That uh, that will bring us into our last matchup of the week. Potentially. Actually, no, even potentially. It is our biggest matchup of the week. It's week 14, final week before the playoffs. Uh, this is a win and you're in game. Between Julie Osborne, people expected she'd have a good season. She, she's coming off a playoff year last year. Um, coming into the year, she was expected to continue that success. Hasn't quite hit the mark, especially in the beginning of the year, but has found her way since and sees herself in this position right now. Versus Larry, last year's this, are you, this year's reigning champion. And um, no one expected him to be here. He had very bad draft capital, a very bad draft. Um, it has gotten to six and seven. 
and is in the playoffs as we look right now. Um, again, this is a win and you're in game as we stand right now. Julie still needs to make some adjustments to her lineup um, given bye weeks. Right now, Larry is slated for a 1.3 point win. Um, and it looks like he has the most ideal lineup he can make in there right now. Um, I want to get your guys' thoughts on this matchup. Uh, just from a summary, you don't necessarily have to give picks, but just what you like, what you see on the rosters. Oh, I'm ready to give a pick. Oh, give a pick then, Sam. <laughs> Do I even have to say it, ladies and gentlemen? I have three words in a phrase of a question. <laughs> Why not? Larry, at the start of the season, after he was off to a red-hot start, I said he could finish 500. He's going to fulfill that destiny and make me look like a fantasy genius. He's got Nick Chubb, who's a former Sam Demick, and can run all over the Baltimore Ravens. It's going to be a Mike Williams week because Keenan Allen's out, folks. Mark it in your books right now. Put it in stone. Mike Williams week. And then you got Jamar Chase, who we all know can't stay cold for that long. Not that we've ever seen Jamar Chase ever get cold before and know how he responds to it, but it's just a wild guess that I'm taking. Jamar Chase is going to go off, and Larry's going to have a bloodbath of a week. Now, Julie's team is really good. I do want to give her credit. This isn't going to be a cakewalk. Julie's going to put up a fight. Julie's going to put up probably the toughest fight that Larry's had all season. Matt Stafford is so good. Her running back tandem of Austin Eckler and Cordell Patterson are incredible. And DeAndre Hopkins is the target that Kyler Murray loves to hit, although there are a ton of mouths to feed in that Arizona offense, which has been hurting him a little bit this season. Where Julie's going to see hurt, in my opinion, is Elijah Moore with the Jets and Dalton Schultz going against the Washington football team. I don't see the two of them having bigger games, and I think that's going to hinder Julie's team overall unless she has some sort of ungodly performance from her defense and special teams and kickers, which always in the realm of possibility. I have to take Larry this week, the ride or die. Go get him, Larry. Well, that was inspiring. That was inspiring, Sam. I appreciate your, your passion. I appreciate your vigor. That being said, I am going to throw some ice cold water on that burning passion of a thousand suns. Um, I actually think that Julie is going to not just win, not just make the playoffs. She is going to convincingly win. She is going to steamroll J.K. Wienahlet. Um, following reasons. Chris Godwin, don't love against Buffalo. Alex Collins might – is he even – is he questionable? Is he going to play? Do we know if he's going to play? Um, I do not know. We don't know if he's going to play. Even if he does, I don't think the ceiling is especially high for Alex Collins. Um, uh, Collins does, per Pete Carroll, after Sunday's win, should be able to play was the wording he used. Okay. Okay. Um, Against Houston, by the way. Mike Williams, one thing I'll give, I will give to the Giants defense. They're not great. Number one wide receivers do not usually play very well against them. Jamar Chase, do not like against San Francisco. Raiders, do not like against Kansas City offense. Take a look at um, Julie's team. Um, Rams-Cardinals just feels like a shootout to me, uh, so Matt Stafford would probably benefit from being in a shootout. Um, the Giants are just perpetually bad at being able to cover 
um, guys like Austin Eckler, both in the run game and in the pass game. So I think it could be a very big week for Austin Eckler. Cordero Patterson has been a monster, um, and the Panthers defense provides very little um, – what do you call it? Very little um, – Run defense. defense. Exactly. Very little. Um, does not scare me. Put it that way. Um, yeah, I mean, Hopkins might have a tough matchup, you know, going up against Ramsey for the Rams. Um, and you're right, Sam. He does, you know, there's a lot of mouths to feed. But at the end of the day, D-Hop is D-Hop, and he's going to do something. Um, and you said yourself, more against New Orleans and Schultz against um, Washington. Not great matchups. I understand that. But – I think the first couple of guys are going to carry her. Um, also, currently doesn't even have a defense and kicker in there because they're both on bye, and she's only projected to to lose by, what, a point? So that's going to knock her projection up um, considerably. I actually could see Larry messing around, and in the game he needs the most, putting a sub-70 point performance forward. Oof. That's, um, that's why not Larry. I um I agree with one of you. Um, I strongly I disagree so. with one of you. Um, you know, Sam, I picked with you in the last matchup. Um, and I respect the why not Larry train, but I'm going with Julie for <laughs> this matchup. Because you picked against Larry almost every week this year. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm going with Julie for this matchup. Um, I think. David hit the nail on the head with the Matthew Stafford matchup. It's going to be a, sh- a shootout. Um, you know, James Robinson, I don't think, is going to have – I think he's going to use this week to earn that trust back with Urban Meyer. Um, D-Hop, you know, same reason as Matthew Stafford. It's going to be a shootout, so Kyler's got to throw to D-Hop. Um, looking at Larry's roster, even against the Texans, Alex Collins doesn't do it for me. Um, Chris Godwin against Buffalo isn't very appealing matchup. Um, I think Jamar Chase continues the slide that he's on. Um, Patty Mahomes may have a good breakout game against that Raiders defense, causing them to get negative points. Um, I think this is going to be a rather lower scoring matchup overall. Um, but I think Julie is going to take the cake over Larry and uh, win this win in your end situation. It's good to be with you on this, Kyle. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm not on that why not Larry train. I think that's going to derail Yeah. Um, this week. Yeah, I would agree. But, wow, boys, we're done our regular season pickums. Can you believe it? Yeah, I cannot believe it. I can't. It's been wild. It's been, it's been a wild ride. It has been a wild ride. I'm excited for what the playoffs have in store for us. Um, I think it will be a very exciting three weeks of matchups. Um, Sam, what are your closing re- remarks for the audience today? As per usual, I just want to thank them for tuning in to our final regular season episode. To our players that are still fighting for a playoff spot or for some seeding, I wish you all the best of luck this week. And to those who are not, put up a fight. Play spoiler. We love a competitive league. And the more you play, the more interesting it gets. So good luck to everyone. And I'm looking forward to seeing how we shake out the rest of our regular season and how the playoff bracket looks next week. Agreed. And David, closing remarks for the people. 
Um, like Sam said, thank you everybody for, uh, you know, competitive season. Thank you uh, everyone for listening. For those of you who did, for those of you who didn't, fuck yourself. Um, thank you, Anchor, of course. We love Anchor. Don't we love Anchor, guys? I we love Anchor. I think that the times I showed it. Yeah, absolutely love Anchor. Um, yeah, let, let's have a let's let's have a week fourteen. Let's have a let's have some drama here at the end. So uh, next week we're talking about you know some matchups that we'll never forget. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. Again, you know, for me, thank you to the listeners. Made it through the regular season with you guys. Couldn't do do it without you. Um, to our sponsor, Anchor, you really finished the job for us here. Um, so thanks for doing what, what you do. Um, and yeah, we'll see you next week when we discuss playoff matchups and the bracket. Um, Father Jay, take us away. Glory, glory, what a hell of a way to fly. Glory, glory, what a hell of a way to fly. Glory, glory, what a hell of a way to fly. The hawk will never die.